Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we have another commissioned episode coming to you from Lydia Herbert, asking us to take a deep dive into everything involving Loki. And we decided, of course, we're going to do that with the Loki show coming up. It's great. Perfect timing. All that and more of the set we have no control over. Dude, dude. Like our next episode will probably be a Loki episode. I'm too excited. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. And in our producer chair, we have the lovely Ashley Coffin, who's just joining us again for another commissioned episode. Ashley! Hey, I am so ready to talk about my emo prince. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that sweet emo prince. (laughs) Yeah, Lydia Herbert wrote us and asked if we would do a deep dive on Loki, seeing as the Loki Uh series is coming out. And Ashley says, yes, I will dive into any part of Loki you like. The um, deepest. The <laughs> deepest parts of Loki. Here we go. Uh, so what I figured we'd do is kind of talk about each movie he's appeared in and sort of like what his character went through and like what we glean from who he is, like both in the current timeline, but also like who he was when he when he left off in Avengers, which is the last place this version that we're going to be seeing in the Loki show. So that's kind of an interesting, mm-hmm. and like, I don't know, there's so much to talk about. Cause it's also like, will he, will he know about his other timeline? Will he know he sacrificed himself for his brother? You know, like that's a huge mm-hmm. deal. Yeah. That's one of my major questions as far as like the Loki show coming up is this whole like divine timeline, this, this prime timeline or whatever we want to call it. Is that the timeline where he sacrifices himself? Like, is that supposed to happen? I would guess that it is. Hmm. Sure, maybe, probably. Who knows, man? Yeah, that's true. But we'll know next week. Based on what we've seen, and they're clipping branches, and we've seen 12 years of it, I'm assuming the timeline we've been watching is the is the divine timeline. I uh, hope probably. so. I really need them to tell him what happened. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Ooh. Me too. I want to, I want, like, well, and he might find out about various alternate futures that he could live, but that, that one has to resonate. Like you, you died mm-hmm. trying to save your people and your brother. Um, that's a big deal that, and stood up to Thanos yeah. in the end. And like that version of Loki, the, you know, cause that was 2012. That was, we had seen him at that point in Thor and Avengers. That movie and Avengers, like that was it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was all we had seen him in, and he was still real petulant. He was still, um, he was still very much. I mean, you know, he, the the main thing that he said to Thor in Avengers was, "I seek to rule them, like not to, you know, not to just live amongst them, not just to watch mm-hmm. them do whatever and destroy themselves. I seek to rule them, and we've got that yeah. version of Loki." that just got the Tesseract and is now like, you know, on this time bender or whatever you want to call it. (laughs) Yeah. And like that version of Loki being told you are eventually supposed to sacrifice yourself. That would blow his mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And he, I feel like he would almost like hate himself a little bit because he's so rebellious, like petulant, as you said, is, is a perfect word for it. He just so does not want to be, I, I think he feels, and I guess let's get into it, the Thor, Thor 1, the, the origins Thor one. of Loki. 
the origins of Loki. Like Thorigens, that's the, the, if you will. The fir- <laughs> Aww. Thor one Thorigens, um, <laughs> Marvel Thorigens, Lokarine. <laughs> he is raised on a lie, you know. Sorry, mm-hmm. yeah, he's an ice monster. Yeah, frost giant. giant. <laughs> Same thing. He's a frost giant raised as an Asgardian, told he's like in line to be king, and it becomes clear that his father never really intended that. He never, re- and, and maybe part of the reason he doesn't trust him is because he doesn't trust his enemies, you know, and he's, he's, mm-hmm. in many ways, he is his father's enemy. And like, that is such a Shakespearean, like, drama laid out before us. Yeah. That's just a great beginning to his character. Like, that's, that's where we start. He's got that age old, like, daddy doesn't love me best complex. Yeah, for sure. That's exactly right. He's got the daddy doesn't love me best thing, but also, like, and I think there's a little bit of truth to that. I think a lot of this original sin that kind of mm-hmm. pushes him away is he really had a hard time, like, believing in his father's love, you know? Yeah. I mean, he did just recently found out, though. Yeah. Right. I mean, Absolutely. the mom treated him, you know, like a son, at least. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, there's her with, you know, her love and the way that she deals with Loki. And like, if you remember at the end of the first Thor movie, when she was saying, like, she was defending Odin, but it was like what she was saying about it kind of made sense. Like, of course, she didn't want, you know, she didn't want Loki or they didn't want Loki to to feel like he was any different or lesser or you know, didn't want to let every uh, every other person in Asgard know that there was a frost giant living among them. Like, just <laughs> let it be. Let it. Let him look like he's a regular Asgardian, so that he can live a normal life. And you know, everybody around him doesn't shit on him constantly because they're like super racist against frost giants. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. No. The the. It's sort of that original sin makes sense, but I think the real problem is he raises him to be a son, but I think there is a little bit in Odin that doesn't trust Loki. But I don't think it's because Loki's heritage. I think it's because Loki is sort of untrustworthy. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. He's a sneaky little... Like, it's not because you're a frost giant, it's because you're an asshole. Like, that's yeah, why you I don't are trust an you. asshole. Like, you're, you know, you're manipulative and... And then jumping ahead, and he doesn't, he doesn't understand compassion for these, like, lower life forms that he sees. Right. Um, he sees these people as lower life forms not to be, you know, respected, or he, he thinks he needs to rule them, and he thinks he needs to, like, mm-hmm. control them. He thinks him controlling them is better for them. You know what I mean? Like, he, right. yeah. he truly believes that. Like, you're gonna live your best life under my rule. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's better if you just go ahead and nail. Yeah. I think that Odin sees all of that in him, and that's why he would choose Thor over Loki. Even, but 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 you know you got a question like just like Loki does. Is there some sort of like not necessarily racism, but some sort of like prejudice against him because he's not his son? You know, did he treat him yeah. differently because he's not his son? Um, is part of the reason he is the trickster because he was more, he, he received more affection from his mother, who's also a witch and taught all these, learned all these tricks. And there's a little bit of different kind of, uh, um, 
power. It's it's less less upfront, less honest. It's it's inherently uh, we we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Inherently deceptive, like the the nature of mm-hmm. of his powers. Yeah. yeah, illusion is inherently deceptive, and yeah. has a tendency to go hand in hand with being a bad person. Yeah, <laughs> at, at least in in these sick fictions. It's an illusion, Michael. It's an illusion, Michael. <laughs> yeah. It's, an it's not a trick. It's an illusion. <laughs> yep. Uh, Hera JK in, in the chat brings up that Thor was first born. So if Loki, sure. you know, Loki was second born, he would still be, you know, in the royal family, but not, you know, not be the, the next in line to be, uh, to be the king. Heir. Or, you know, not next in line for the throne. Yeah, that's absolutely. He's fair. not the, the first heir. Yeah. So, yeah. like, even if he wasn't, like, even if 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 he never found out that he was a frost giant, like, he's still he's still just this petulant little asshole kid. Like, oh, thank God you're not first in line. You know, thank God we got the jock who wants to always fight everybody <laughs> who's first in line to be the king. Well, and that's the thing I was going to say about the the parentage and his mother versus his father. His father, who is the patriarch and who's making these decisions as king, um, and who you know sends Thor away when he doesn't think Thor is living up to uh, who he who he needs to be, um, so that he can have his time in the wilderness and come back. That father right. is is not the witch. He is not the trickster. He is the conquering hero who looks you in the eye when he hits you. You know what I mean? Like there's a certain mm-hmm. honesty yeah. to the way that Thor fights and the way that Odin fights and not even necessarily just honesty, but a similarity between them that that sort of like, we all have, we all have parents and some of us have parents that like our certain siblings are more like a, a mother or a father. And it's like, oh, there's a weird dynamic there where like they understand this child, but they don't understand that child, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. And I don't know, it's a chicken yeah. or egg thing. So it's just a great, it's such a beautiful place to start with the Loki character. Having that, all of that co- family complication to just start yeah. out. And then he goes on this like villain hero journey. And it's just, just amazing. It's really great. Yep. But this version of Loki that we have coming up is not, he's not the one that has gone on this hero journey. He hasn't, sure. he hasn't had his redemption arc. So we have unredeemed Loki that we're going to be experiencing here soon. And sure. I don't know if you guys remember, it's been like nine years since we've had unredeemed Loki, you know, yeah. in the wild. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, for sure. Yeah. It's going to be good. Well, I wonder how fast it's going to tame him. You know. Well, that's the thing is like, yeah, he, he's going to be unredeemed. It's possible he'll get a glimpse of that other future, which could change him. But it's also possible mm-hmm. that could drive him away from that future. Like he could see that guy and right, be like, I'm right. not going to be that weak asshole. You know, I'm not going to give I'm not going <laughs> to give myself up for my brother. My brother, he's he's a, <laughs> he's a jerk. Um, It could push him in the other yep. direction. But what we also have is the TVA who's going to be like keeping him under control which is going to be super fun to watch. Right. Yeah, it doesn't sound like that's going to go well. No. Because, you know, trying to keep Loki under control never does. Yeah. He's constantly backstabbing. I am fully (laughs) curious how that's going to land. Like, how that's all going to happen. Yeah. How that's going to unfold. I have no idea. Yep. Love it. I'm, you know, one of the things I'm really curious about, and you you brought up a lot of the, um, he was more raised by his mother, 
uh, situation that he had. This Loki has not experienced Frigga dying in Thor 2. That's right. Thor the Dark World. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like, when he's presented with this divine timeline, he's like, okay, 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 you want me to maintain this timeline, wherein I didn't win Earth, Mm -hmm. my mother died, my father died, my home was destroyed, half my people were slaughtered, and... I sacrificed myself for my brother? Mm-hmm. Hard no. Like, thanks for the offer, but yeah. hard no. Hard pass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, none for me, thanks. I gotta drive. It makes a lot of sense why he would not want to work for that agency, but it sounds like his, at least based on the trailer, his only option is that or Oblivion. And so right. yeah. he has to make or that choice. Dusted. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I wonder what it is that does that, that that does that dusting that we saw in the the most recent trailer. Mm. No Where somebody idea. just evaporates. Yeah, uh, probably a Harry Potter wand. <gasps> Avada yeah. Kedavra. That makes sense. Yeah, they just say Avada Kedavra. A Kedavra. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. <sighs> that makes the most sense. That obviously is in universe and would be the most mm-hmm. logical yeah. thing. It's, it's it's laying right there on the table in universe <laughs> to pick up and just run with. So why not? Um, so why not? Okay. Okay. So we, we that, that's where he was. The thing that I think when I think most about his next two appearances, well, really, really when I think about his experience with Thanos working for Thanos and then later working with the grand master, I think of Loki as a survivor above anything else. Like he's sent out yeah. in the world and I mean even even as a child like they went and vanquished the frost giants but him as a child somehow he's the one that survived and was brought into the fold you know what I mean Yeah he was like a pygmy frost giant it's very confusing Yeah It was small for a giant's offspring mm-hmm. And who's his mother I, I think I think they do some sort of magic to make him look like an Asgardian Hmm. There's a moment in Thor where he touches a part of a fr- the cask, I think, or something like that, and his hand turns to Frost Giant. Yeah, and when the giant, when it grabbed him, he turned. When that giant grabbed him and, like, disintegrated his armor, his arm turned blue. And there was that, I, I feel like that, that particular scene, that particular shot was really weird. Cause like, it's confusing. They're probably just standing there, like this weird makeup yeah. dude that's got like a whole bunch of blue crap all over him is just Clay standing face. there and kind of like, just kind of eyeballs him a little bit. Like all you see move and, and react are his eyes and it's like, no, I feel like more should be going on with that whole face. And like, he yeah. looks at Loki and then Loki's just like, stab. Yeah. Come on, Kenneth Brannon. I expect right? more from you, like, sir. Oh, uh, there should have been something. There should have been something happen. Expect a, the Brana. Sorry. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> he is not my Patronus charm. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> he could be my Patronus charm. Loki? <laughs> Loki, I, not Brana. Loki, Loki yeah. could be here. Everything goes back to Loki for me. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. So getting back to Loki, Avengers is the next appearance, yeah. and I do think like he falls off the Rainbow Bridge, ends up somewhere out in the universe, and he ends up because leading an army survivor. of Chitari. That's right, because he's he a survivor. He met up with Thanos. Mm-hmm. But just 
the idea that he like you know was able to weasel his way as it uh, to become one of Thanos's generals so quickly you know yeah and just like the nastiness to want to take earth just because Thor likes it he's like I'll get you your infinity stone but I want to rule this planet that's right and yeah Thanos is like one. I don't care this one sure yeah, that is like fine. Uh, by the way, expect half of the people that you're going to be ruling to just disappear. So, yeah, you know, <laughs> there's a stipulation for you, but probably don't let them True. know. Yeah, <laughs> act surprised. <laughs> act like you're surprised. <laughs> That's an interesting. Do you think Loki knew back then what Thanos's plan was? It's a good question. I I don't know exactly when Thanos came up with his plan. Because at some point he was going from, when Gamora was a child, he's going from planet to planet, just destroying uh, half the people. Like he's, he's, he's killing half the population by hand. And then well, I guess at some we point think, he makes that decision. Yeah. When he starts collecting the infinity stones, that's what it's for. Sure. I guess so around 2014. Yeah. Is that when he starts? No, that's like the guardians. Never mind. Yeah, I'm, when not, we, I'm not sure. Yeah, we first see him at the end of Avengers, right? In the the end credit scene? Yeah. yeah. He had given the staff that had the Mind Stone, the Scepter. He gave that to, to Loki. Loki. Hmm, that's true. So he already had the Mind yeah, Stone. So he had already kind of started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he already had that one. He was working on the Power Stone uh, via um, Ronan. And mm-hmm. I guess he expected Loki to give him the Tesseract, which was, you know, Space Stone, which, mm-hmm. you know, just, again, just having that by itself is really super-duper strong, like, super-duper powerful. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But, oh, I had something to say. Uh, my question on, like, in, in the transition between the Thor movie and Avengers, you know, OG Avengers... How did Loki end up with Thanos? Like, he went through the wormhole, but did that wormhole just kind of, like, squirt him out into Sanctuary? Or, like, did he float through space for a while? Uh, He didn't go through a wormhole. We don't see how he just showed up. Right, he fell off off the Rainbow Bridge. Space was... Yeah. He fell off the Rainbow Bridge, but space was warping right there, because that, you know, it had been activated in that direction. So, like... It was like that, you know. It just pointed a random direction. Was like, eh, I'm that way, sure. And he just went through it. But how did that make him end up with Thanos? I, I assume he landed somewhere among Thanos's wide-ranging forces, and they like turned him in. The way he is with the Grandmaster, like I can help you. I'm great yeah. at all this. He maneuvered shit. up the up the pecking order quickly. He probably started yeah. as one of those soldiers with the. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle soldiers, and uh, and then he like was quickly became one of the generals because that's the kind of guy Loki is. Did somebody say Earth? I've been there. I can help you. Yeah, he's like, yeah. He's like, I can lead your forces. Yeah, I really want to rule that little planet. I would love to see I'll that scene. Mm-hmm. I would love to see that yeah. scene. <laughs> I and if that. he did resurrect him again, no more resurrections this time. Mm-hmm. Did you, Thanos? Ooh, did he find yeah. a dead Loki? Hmm. Yeah, did he find a dead Loki floating in space and just, like, out of curiosity, well, let's see what happens if I... (laughs) What happens if I turn this back on? Turn this Loki back on. You work for me now. (laughs) Where's the reset button on this Loki? (laughs) But the Loki that we saw, like, in the reflection, 
<laughs> I almost said okay. you have to take it out and blow on the cartridge. Not touching uh, that one. But then that key was going to come out dirty. <laughs> Ash, Ash, you, not touching you shouldn't touch yes. that one. Yes, you would, Ash. You would touch that one. Don't, don't you dangle <laughs> that point. in front of my face. <laughs> <laughs> no dangling. That no one. faces. The, the Loki that we saw in the post credit scene of Thor, the, you know, the first one, um, the post credit scene that we see there where Selvig is talking to Fury about, or like Fury is asking him, you know, take a look at this, you know, take a look at my cosmic... Cubit's the only one I got. Anyway. <laughs> okay. When Loki was like, well, I guess that's worth a look. Like, we see him in the reflection, and it's he's like, he's still dirty. Like, he still looks, he looks like he'd just fallen off of the bridge straight to Earth. But <clears throat> he was with Thanos. I don't know. It seemed like when he was using his know. powers, like when he showed up at the beginning of Avengers, he looked a little drained and sickly. More than usual. Too so maybe it's mm. projecting his powers out, draining them. At the end of what he had movie, that pale was, lip look. At the end of what movie do we see him talking to Selvig like that, or like affecting Selvig? Or he's it's when it shows the Thor. the twins. Yeah, it's no, it's not no, it's the it twins. Thor. That's later. No, it's not those. Okay, it's at the end of Thor. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. It's been so long. All right. Uh, so I watched so, it like a couple of weeks ago. So really, that's, oh, that's that's who he is at the end of Avengers. He's still the petulant guy who wants to get back at his father and his brother for his brother. Which the thing is, he wants to get back at his father, and maybe he has a point. But his brother really never did anything to him, and so you get this brother who really loves him, but he doesn't want to like let let his brother in. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's the Marsha, 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 Marsha. Yeah. He's Jan. And then Thor 2 happens and nothing matters from Thor 2. Right? He, they look fabulous in it. They, yeah, for sure. For Uh, sure. Yeah. I guess the death of his mother is a big change. Like, it doesn't really change him, but it probably kind of starts. No, because then he immediately screws Thor over and kills his dad. That's why I hate Thor 2 so much is because... There's this beautiful thing about his mother's dead and he teams up with his brother and then he dies for his brother. And like he, Mm -hmm. they learn to trust each other and they fight alongside each other. And that's supposed to be growth of his character. And then they just reset him at the end and he's just, it was all a trick. And it, it it really does feel like no movement happens with his character during that movie. Yes, he loses his mother, but the effect that it has on him, which is him sort of forgiving his brother and, and wanting to be with his brother ends up being all a trick really or we don't know how much of it was a trick he ends up using it to leverage to get power and be king you know yeah well the the immediate effect that we see it take on him uh is that like he throws his furniture around and then like Mm -hmm. when we when we next see him after Mm -hmm. that and you know he's maintaining appearances in his little cell he's got his magic to oh man it's almost like he's using magic to make his cell look orderly, but also like that's the last thing that he has of his mother. And he's using that to try to keep on or keep a part of her around. Mm-hmm. Cause then when Thor is just like, you know, you're, you're lying to me right now. And then the whole thing goes away and like everything is shattered. He's sitting yeah. in the corner, like all disheveled tantrum. and everything. 
Yeah. Like, it, you know, it really got to him. I do love that scene. And as much as most of the things in that movie end up being a trick, that's the one him sitting and him really being depressed about his mother's death is not a trick because the trick is he's trying to hide the fact that he's depressed and hurt. Well, it was his yep. fault directly. And he knows that that's he true. told that horned monster to go right up to where they were. Mm-hmm. Oh, you should go left. Oh, good job, buddy. Killed yep. your mom. Yep. Killed your mom. <laughs> you spiteful little witch. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> True. Yeah. So. So with the exception of the death, was, I do feel like Thor 2 doesn't have a lot of progress for his character. No. Uh, except that for. he doesn't have much of any fair. progress at all. <laughs> it puts him in a, n- a different place, which is as the king of Asgard, but that is immediately remedied the next time we see him, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's like he's imme- Thor shows up and immediately dethrones him, which I kind of love. I love the way that he does it too. Like holds his face. He's like, you know, Mjolnir's not going to stop. It's it's going to keep coming back to me. <laughs> uh, you're going to die. You should probably do something. He's all right, fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And I guess in a way, he's responsible for Odin's death as well. So oh, yeah. he's going to have to deal with. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, you were upset at your parents, but you. You kind of got both of them killed. How do, how does that make you feel? <laughs> how's that going to make, make you feel? How's this, how's that going to make this variant feel? Like you want me to to maintain this timeline where I got both of my parents killed? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck you. You maintain that timeline. Have fun. But Loki of that time might have more of that like mindset. <laughs> mindset like well good at least it's done but being that petulant <laughs> yeah. person is what got his mother killed and i think that will affect mm-hmm. him if he if he does get to see all of this in the loki show i think that that will affect him because this is the thing everything we talk about from now on is like if it will affect him is all a result of whether he finds out stuff or not yeah it's just it's <laughs> really funny to think that like he could be sitting in his little time cell uh, at the TVA, and you know, he after he says no, he's allowed to watch TV. But the TV that he has to watch is the like "This Is Your Life" kind of thing, where it was like the prime timeline. <laughs> he just watches mm-hmm. he watches the movies like we did, uh, except like he's, this is what happened in the prime timeline, <laughs> and he's like yeah. convinced of it. Like, okay, fine, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll <help>. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. He's like he's like all right, those are good movies. I tried not to like them. I really was more of a DC guy, but those those uh, those Marvel movies just really—it's that contiguous universe. I I, I hear you, Divine Timeline. Yep. That's what it is, you know, mm-hmm. Divine Timeline. Yeah, yeah. Like, Most important support. I have to maintain the Feige. I get it. I get it. I'm just a cog in this larger machine. I understand now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I submit to my my new Lord Feige. <laughs> Yeah, the Loki show is going to get real meta. Yeah, it sounds like it. Sounds like it based on our our interpretations here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, we're always right. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, we know that they listen to us. Oh yeah, all the time. Uh, the next next thing uh, that we have is Ragnarok, which I do think is there's some huge moments for his character here. Again, you see he, he's a survivor, uh, and the way that he can quickly 
like kind of weasel his way. He's a politician. He's he he's gets, adaptable. He gets at the right hand of the whatever king is around. He becomes the right hand man of. He never can get that kingly position himself. He's just like keeps keeps ascending right to next to the throne all the time. <laughs> uh, always the hand, king. never the king. Yeah, I was going to say something. Like, always a king's guard, never the king. Something like yeah. <laughs> um, so. In Ragnarok, though, I think the biggest thing in Ragnarok for his character, in my opinion, is the fact that Thor gives up on him. And I kind of love it because Thor just tells him to his mm-hmm. face, like, I love you, but I can't trust you. Like, I, yeah. you, you're just not trustworthy. Yep. And that's something you've earned. And I'm going to, I'm just going to start treating you like a brother who I love, but can't trust. And 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 he leaves him, you know, sh- sitting there being shocked on the floor. And he has time to think about it. And then he decides to come and be the hero uh, that he's, you know, he shows up when he when he's needed <laughs> to save Asgard. Your savior, <laughs> your savior is here. Your is here, which is directly out of the play, right? <laughs> that he was hawking. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. wearing the same thing as his uh, statue. Yeah, I think they even show that in the trailer. For the Loki show. So I feel like they're going to give us that I don't, moment. I don't remember that in the trailer. but It's that specific part of him, like, coming off the ship with, like, the whole Loki thing and his, his helmet. Ooh, that makes me think they're going to show him a version of the divine timeline that he's trying to protect that isn't real. And then he's going to, at some point, find out what the real divine timeline is. Like, hmm. like the TVA is going to lie to him. Like, yeah, the divine timeline is this timeline. And then they show him a clip of him going, your savior is here. And he shows up at Asgard, show him sitting on the throne as king. And like, you've got to protect this divine timeline. And then like, at some point he, and he's, he's like, like yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm on board with that. I'm on board with that timeline. Yeah. I get to be king and everybody thinks of me as their savior. Perfect. <laughs> I will do that. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Wait. No, you didn't tell me that <laughs> all of these things. Ah, <laughs> oh, the betrayal. Wow, you really found out, didn't you? Yeah. Wow, you really got to the bottom of that. Wow. <laughs> oh, Owen, we're sorry. We're if so you're sorry. Listening. So sorry. And uh, <sighs> Infinity War is the next thing on the list here, and that uh, he actually makes the sacrifice play. This is directly after. Ragnarok and his brother finally giving up on him and him deciding he doesn't want to be the guy who gets given up on and he actually tries to save his brother. Yeah. yeah, one of the things that I absolutely love about that particular scene is the way that he calls himself Loki Odin's son. Like, yeah, and he looks mm-hmm. at finally Thor. accepted it. Like he finally accepts that Odin is actually, you know, the one that raised him. Like that is my father. It's true, like, I am an Odin son. And, mm-hmm. mm. like, you could tell, you could tell right there that, like, when he looks at Thor, he's planning something. He's planning to make the sacrifice play, or he's planning to do something that could potentially be dangerous for him. And he's mm-hmm. like, I think I got this. I have to try to do this. I have oh. to try to do this. <laughs> and then gets yeah. wrecked. Yeah, it's funny that within two sentences, like a couple sentences of each other, in one scene he's like, "I'm not as guardian," but then within 
two scenes of that he's like Odin's son. It's just an interesting way to look at it for him. Yeah, it was when he's like, I'm not Asgardian. And then like, that was kind of like a little wink to Thor to be like, no, no, it's fine. Like, I am mm. Loki Odin's son. You know, just go with it. Go with it, yeah. Thor. It's going to be fine. It did confuse Thanos. <laughs> I always just took that as he is trying to talk himself up to do the thing that he's really good at doing, which is politicking and getting next to Thanos again. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, then, so all of that he says before he pulls the knife, uh, is, is him, you know, trying to, trying to ingratiate himself to Thanos and then he pulls the knife and that's what well, his actual goal was. Especially after he sick the Hulk on them and then he had to backtrack mm-hmm. <laughs> cause that's what he does. Yeah, he's like, he's I'm like- not as guardian and we have a Hulk. And then he's like, Oh shit, that didn't work. Um, I've been to earth. Great Thanos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna need a guide. Uh I can yeah, do that. Forget all that Hulk stuff that just happened. Yeah. We no longer have a Hulk, so uh I'm on your side now. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks because he really just learned to be a hero and make the make good decisions and try to help people, and then he immediately dies at the hands of Thanos. It's such a tragic end yeah. for that. You see variant. what being a hero gets you? Mm-hmm. I think it sucks that we don't kind of get the scenes where, you know, Loki's saying to Thor, you know, where are we going to go? And he's like, Earth. And Loki's like, um, what? Like, do you think they're going to be cool with me there? And he's like, oh, we'll find out. Like, I kind of wanted to see Thor, you know, coming in with Loki and everybody, you know, just coming to the Avengers Tower with Loki or, or the facility mm-hmm. they're at now and having to be like, he's good now, right? <laughs> like, yeah. what an interesting... Thing yeah. that would have been, or if he hadn't gotten dusted and ended up being a character who like stayed to try to help stop Thanos, it was just, I wasn't ready to see him go. Yeah, it will. <laughs> and it could have been interesting. That really leads us to our next point, which he's not gone in Endgame. We get Yay! to see an alternate version of Endgame, of the Battle of New York, in which Loki gets uh, escapes. Uh, he he yeah. seizes an opportunity. He's ever the survivor. Um, even in this moment where he, we know that he's heading toward a timeline that leads to his death, he, he sees the opportunity, grabs the space stone, and he is outie. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that really leads us to the Loki show, which, like, I don't know, any other thoughts that we've been kind of throwing out thoughts about what all these things mean to the Loki show up until now, but what does this, what, what are you guys most excited for with the Loki show? Six hours of Tom Hiddleston. Mm, that is that's good. <laughs> you know, he's always been in and out of all the movies, but he's never been the star. Yeah. So it's going to be really great to just see Loki front and center and all of him. And um, yeah, I just, I can't wait to see what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I really don't know. I don't know. Like we've, even though we've gone through all the trailers and dissected every tiny little bit of it, I'm still... Not sure what the show's going to be about, and I kind of love that. We still have no idea of how the the grand scheme of the story is is going to play out. Like, it's a six hour movie, and we have not seen much in the trailers as far as like mm-hmm. what is going to happen. Like, yeah, what causes whatever like meteor shower is happening in that one quarry that we see him running through with the purple sky? Like, yeah, that looks like when Thanos destroyed that moon and throw like throws it at Tony, but like. Ooh. It's not Thanos, probably. Mm. Probably. Maybe. Yeah, again, probably. 
And like yeah. they're Who they're knows? working to trim all these branches on the timeline, but like those are alternate realities that we get to to explore in Loki. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I'm excited so about fun. is to see all these Yeah. It's like what if before what if? And mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> I'm so on board for it. Alternate yeah. realities, Loki getting to visit different times in his own timeline, but also like different time periods as we've seen, like back into the history the 60s of just, yeah, the sixties. I just, I'm so excited. I mean, it's just everything I love. It's the MCU. It's, uh, it's, it's a, it's a villain story, which is always fun. Uh, and it's a time travel story. I'm just, I'm so freaking pumped. And it starts next week. We're there for it. Like the next thing we're going to do is a Loki episode. Me and you are going to do late night Loki next Wednesday. And that's, that's it, man. We're there. Yeah. We made it. We're there. We made it. So excited. (laughs) <sighs> only only a week only a week away my friend only a week away yeah i've got let's see i've got my birthday between then now and then and like that's oh. it yeah you went your yeah. birthday friday the fourth that's exciting same day as here jk oh fun oh nice because we're birthday twinkies birthday twinkies <laughs> all right well uh you guys i guess that's about it for today's podcast thank you so much for joining us um again i want to throw out uh if you're interested i mentioned the house con idea where i'm going to be this august or september traveling around doing house concerts uh with my music but also uh doing like trivia and cosplay time and djing and playing board games i don't know it's going to be a whole thing house cons it's going to be a thing. It's going to be great. Uh, but go to screenandpanda.com slash housecons if you're interested in uh, being a host. Because I, if I get enough hosts in an area, I will go to that area and we'll we'll do this thing. We'll party. One more sleep to Loki. I'm going comatose. One more sleep. Comatose. <laughs> just seven, just nine days. Just sleep for nine days. Yes. Yep. Not That's one all. More. No problem. No problem. <laughs> all right, guys. Peace. Until next time, true believers. Bye. (laughs) Jeff started (laughs) laughing and I started laughing. (laughs) Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Available everywhere you get podcasts and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv and available at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com.